Welcome beyond our Welcome beyond our focus. I'm Stefan. This is Amanda, and this is what's in the box for December seventh. The end of the week for us. Nice Friday. So, as always, this is a show about randomness at its best. <laughs> Just random conversation. We generally always start with movies of some sort. What we've kind of been up to, what we've seen. I think Amanda says she hasn't seen anything. I have watched The Incredibles 2. And that was on Redbox. That was it. Have you seen that? Did you see it before? No. That was the first time I've seen it. Really? Well, how'd you like it? <laughs> I liked it. It was cute. It was interesting getting to see Jack Jack's all his weird little power things that he has going on. Him against the raccoon. The raccoon was the best part. It's of one of the best scenes in like movie history. <laughs> oh it is an amazing goodness. scene. I loved that he had his own little battle scene in the movie. Oh, he did. And it was against a raccoon. And it was epic. Yes. The fact that the raccoon fought back was amazing. It didn't just get scared and run away, Noah. Oh, no, no. An angry raccoon that was going to get his revenge. I, I love the part when he gets caught in the chair. And he's, like, sitting there trying to chew his bandages off as Jack Jax is getting closer. Oh, and just going through the insane variable of powers that Jack Jack goes through. <laughs> yes. He has so many powers in this, it's not even funny. <laughs> uh... that, that battle scene with that raccoon is amazing. Yes, I loved it. I love the fact that the whole trash can thing, like just just the fact that that's what made Jack Jack feel he needed to protect the house. He did. There's the raccoon and the garbage can. <laughs> so he just casually goes out the door and just puts the lid back on the trash can and just glares at him. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was just amazing. great. The overall movie, really good. Yeah. The scene, amazing. Yes. The overall movie, good. Predictable, though. My only oh, issue with yes. the movie is the villain was ultra predictable. Literally, we Chad and I discussed that before it even started. We're like, so he's like, so do you think this is gonna be the whole cliche thing? And I'm like, yes, it is. It, I have a feeling. As it soon is. as they revealed her, because I don't even remember seeing her in the commercials. As soon as they revealed her, I'm like, well, there's a the villain. There we go. She looks like a villain. Oh yeah. It's like y'all didn't even try. So it came down to it. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, yes, fine. Thank you. Go ahead. Yep. Because I thought from the commercials, maybe it was going to be him. Mm-hmm. But once the once we saw her in the trailer, it's definitely her. He might be involved, but it's definitely her. It's like she's wearing like sweatpants and a baggy shirt. Yeah, it's her. She's Raggedy. Looked like a villain. Raggedy L, Death Note hair, yeah. And then, of course, again, since even more so since she wasn't shown in the commercials. Definitely her. It was just, it was too obvious. I would love some kind of plot twist that wasn't just the most predictable thing in the planet. It would have been nice. Yes. Uh, still a great movie, though. I oh, think yeah. they did a great job with it. It looked great. It was funny. It was really well done. It was well funny done. just seeing Mr. Incredible with stubble. <laughs> it looked like he was about to die. <sighs> some great scenes in trying to take care of Jack Jack. <laughs> And then giving uh, the baby to, um... Rozo? Oh, no, uh, Ed... Edna? Edna? I think it's Edna. Something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, she's like, I'm not babysitting this, and then he, she, he like, he suddenly <laughs> grows her hair and everything, and her nose, and she's, she's like... She's mine. Oh, yeah. And then her and the baby just ultra good friends at that point. I love how he has his own authentic- authentication. <laughs> it was It was great. It's a great movie. He's like, blah, 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 blah. The door opens. <laughs> they did a really well job, a good job with it. It's 
well worth the wait, I yes. think. Speaking in the same line, how was Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph 2 was amazing. I loved the first Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. It was excellent. It's one of my favorite Disney things they've done in so long. And I think, truthfully, I think I've said this before, their first legitimately theater sequel they've ever done. Which was excellent. In every way, it was excellent. I must see this movie. Uh, they handle going to the internet overly well <laughs> and super well. As I watched someone's review and they're like, Wreck-It Ralph's internet. Can we just be in that? Can, yeah. we, can we have his internet? Because that internet is amazing. I mean, everything you see in the commercials is it, it, it just them going there. And like when they see the little Twitter, the little birds. And yeah. Boop. Yes. <laughs> uh, that seems slightly different in the movie, yeah. but better. Because I don't, I don't know if they actually show what they're tweeting about in yeah. the movie, in the trailer. But what they're actually tweeting about, really well done. Um, when you watch it, I implore you, you have to. There are two scenes after the movie. Okay. Stay. 100% stay. <laughs> and you'll understand why when you get to the end. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, you it smells like coffee. See, I agree. When I had one earlier, I'm like... It has some kind of like weird, slight coffee thing to it. It's kind of like your... Um, Does it say coffee? No, but it smells like your creamer. Your salted... The salted caramel oh. creamer that you got. No, it's not salted caramel. Or it's um, just, what is this special fancy name? Well, it has mocha in it. The salt, it's caramel mocha. Nope. No, no, it doesn't use the word mocha. What is it called? It has one longer... One word. Something caramel. Um, God, what's the word? I don't have it here. It's only at work. I had to ask you, and you said it was, it was the word for like espresso or something. What's the macchiato? word? Macchiato. Macchiato. That is the word. Caramel macchiato. Caramel macchiato. Uh, that's what it is. And I agree. That's what this. Woohoo! There you go. Look at that. You figured it out. No, you saw another movie as well. Oh yeah, Winsel Creed too. How was that? Really good. My only issue with it all is that it's just, in my opinion, a lot happens in the movie. I don't feel like the first movie there was very much a a build up to something. And this one not as much. There's a small build up, something happens, and another small build up and something happens. Hmm. So I don't feel like it was just one large build up to get to this ultimate thing. It was two smaller ones to two things that happened in the movie. Uh, still really good. Um, I think one of the better things about the movie, they actually humanize um I forget his name. Odrago, the Russian. Oh, okay. They humanize him a lot more in this one. He actually feels like a real person hmm. and not like just this robotic thing that he was in the, <laughs> in the Rocky IV. Yeah. To the point that you actually feel bad for him. Hmm. Actually, they did a really, really good job with him. Uh, but the overall movie's still really good. It's another... It's, if you really like Creed, you're really going to like Creed too. Another good little sequel to... So far, I think all the Rockies are good except for Rocky V. So Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, Rocky Balboa, yeah. and then Creed 1 and 2. Well, there's always got to be a miss. And that was definitely a miss. <laughs> that movie is not that good. I can't say that I've seen every single Rocky movie. I've seen them all multiple times. Oh, okay. Especially Rocky 1, 4, and then Balboa. No, I don't remember a lot about Rocky 2 and 3. I remember more about 5 than it. 
I remember one, I think. One's great. One's a great movie. <laughs> One's really good. And Rocky Bobo is almost like a remake yeah. of one in a lot of ways. But also still super well done. Uh, there is nothing after Rocky. Creed 2, okay. so you don't have to worry about that one. But definitely Rocky stay Ralph. to the end okay. of Wreck-It Ralph. Because I want to know what you think when you get there. Mm. Very curious. <laughs> very, very curious. Now I want to see it. Well, I wanted to see it before, but... You have to go see it. You have to go see it. It's great. It's, it's a great movie if you like the first one. It's, well, of course. It's just a lot more of the first one. And, uh, as I told you earlier, it's just... When they go to the Disney area... <laughs> you see it. You see pieces of it in the commercials, but it's so cool. It's so cool. Like, can we just get a movie about the Disney area just in general, <laughs> or the Disney princesses because they're awesome in this as well? <sighs> so good. So I guess I will have to see that before the next what's in the box. It'd be cool. Cause I like to see what you think about it in the next what's in the box or whatever. Yeah. Um, so where would Out of curiosity. Like... Yes. Does Chad want to see it? Does he want to see it? I don't know. I've not asked him. We literally haven't talked about movies. I don't even know if we've talked about anything. Version of his, his type of movie. Well, he's the one that picked out The Incredibles too. Really? Yeah. Like he, uh, last night he was like, um, and... I'm, I'll rent a movie, and I was like, okay. And so then he's like, okay, I rented this one. I don't know if you're going to like it. And then handed it to me, and then I turned, flipped over the case, and it was Incredibles 2. He was being sarcastic. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. He was being sarcastic. Doesn't know you at all. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, there we go. Well, I was going to say, if Chad didn't want to see it, I'd be willing to watch it again. <laughs> it was a good movie. I'll let you know. Um, hmm. oh, that's right, today was Tuesday, damn it. Yes, today would have been the opportune time. Why do we film on Tuesdays? Well, next Tuesday would be next be next one, it'd be right before we film. So. And once again, I have broken the wall. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> you started out saying today is Friday. It is for them. If they're watching this, the day it comes out. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not. It's another random day. Watching our Friday episode. Watching our Friday show. On a Tuesday. On a, on a, on a, on a Wednesday no, on as a, we film it on a Tuesday. On a Sunday when it's filmed on a Tuesday. It, it's, it's three it's years just, from now. Things happen. Okay, it's, it is what it is. These go out on Friday. We don't film them on Friday. We never will film them on Friday because it's just it's not logical. Unless we're doing live shows. Even then, it's not logical. It's... If we are to the point in our lives where we are doing a live show... It then, what's in the box? If we're good enough and have a staff to film a show and then put it on YouTube properly, people do it. If it's a live show... Well, see, <laughs> well, no, 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 not necessarily. Because I watch kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And they put up daily shows that they film live. But they film live... Yes, through, and then... Well, they film live through Twitch. Okay. And as they're filming for Twitch, they also film for YouTube at the same time. And then it goes into the editing, and they put it front and the back, and the little third. Yeah, of the, and then they put it on YouTube. But filming live, and then editing and posting all no, in the same no, day. No, 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 Obviously not. Well, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. But yes, we... But still, that's what I mean. You'd have to post on the same day for all of it to work properly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If we could get to that point, because they do it, it's possible. 
But you actually have to have a, a, a people and staff and time. And yeah. It has to be the full-time job at that point. Mm, which would be... It would be nice. It would be real nice. To get to a point in life when you have the ability to pay other people. It's insane to think about. It would be awesome to actually have employ people to help create. Be great. More people want to do things when they get paid for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be real easy to get stuff, people to do stuff with us if they're getting paid. Like, ultra easy. The fact is getting people to do this for free. <laughs> we already went through that phase. Yeah, yeah. People are willing to do things a lot easier when they're being paid for. They're not even willing to hang out with you if it's, if, if it's for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It is insane. But it is what it is. One day. One day. Hopefully. We just... Stay in the course. We'll get there. Um, no, just to think about a future in of the podcast in which we are interacting with everybody. They're interacting with us. Yeah, there's an audience or maybe there's live shows and we have people we can talk to and discuss and do things. They can, other... you know, be like, hey, we'd like to see you at this convention. Exactly. Be like, okay, we'll run a panel. I don't know what the panel would be like. How to make a horrible pod, you know? Yeah, I don't know. At that <laughs> point, oh, in a different place, a different space. It'd be cool to do something like that. Between that and meet and greets and meeting what, people. And, what would you want to do a panel about? At a, like, I have no idea. If we ever get big enough that we could do a panel, I guarantee we'll have different shows than we have now. So it could easily be about something completely different than what this is. I mean, just in general, like we know my biggest hobbies are video games. We don't have any podcasts about video games. <laughs> you could do making a comic. You could do well. Ma- you could literally do making a podcast. Since by then, our obviously start we've started from the ground up, yeah. and you started way before. So yeah, there's lots we could do. It'd be something interesting to remotely think about considering if we ever get to remotely anything like that. It's so far away. But it's fun to discuss. Yeah, I just, I don't, again, it would, it would, the best thing to do would be something remotely close to what we're actually doing in our, our actual podcast at that point. Something relative to that. And at that point, I guarantee we will be doing a lot of different things at that point. Well, if we get to that point, if we're ha- if we've hired anyone, or we're to the point we actually can go out and do things, I I guarantee we'll probably have a second channel by then. <laughs> we'll be doing other content. There will be. If so. you could add another show to the podcast, what would you want it to be about? Well, be like another. a Wednesday show. Well, see, it has to be. That's I have no idea because it would have to fit into our our theme at the moment. You would, I would, if we were to start another channel, that's a completely different question. Because anything else I'd want to do would be, it would not be worthy of this channel. 
this channel's already crowded, I think, personally. We've actually, we put up quite a bit currently oh, yeah. on this channel, so. It would have to be like a separate channel and all that fun stuff. Which, again, would go into some type of gaming or movies or something along those lines. My other hobbies that I really enjoy. Technically. 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 What are we technically? You're saying it would have to be completely different, but technically it would not. If you look at our channel at its very base, we have book, TV show. If you want to count comic as a show, then comic. So pretty much paper, art form. Question, rant. But again, if we're going to do anything else, as I said before, this channel, already crowded. Oh, yeah. And with that being its own thing, or being so different, I do think it would still be better on a different channel because I feel that other channel would have room to expand. Yeah. So again, I wouldn't put anything else on this channel unless it was something similar or we got rid of something to replace. What would you do another channel about? I just said. Gaming? Gaming or movies of some sort. Some stuff that I've done other channels already about because those are my hobbies. Those yeah. are what I enjoy. Those are what I watch. Those are what I consume. So that's why I enjoy it. We start this podcast every time. Movies. <laughs> and if you play more video games, it'll be video games too. Well, I'm sorry. I'm stuck in the Stone Age. So I'm just saying, in general, those are my hobbies. So therefore, those are what I would gravitate towards. Or anime from short. I love anime. I love anime too. I haven't been able to watch anything really new lately. Speaking of anime, I've also watched Castlevania Season 2. If you like the first season, definitely watch the second season. It's excellent. I can't even count or... I don't know the last anime I watched. No, it's been like, pretty sparingly. In the last... It might have been K or Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. In the last year and a half, two years, I've watched, I think, three anime? Because I watched One Punch Man somewhere around two years ago. Something like that. I don't even know. And then I watched Attack on Titan like six months ago. And now I just watched Cosmetics Season 2. So Watch Sword Art. It's, it's too hard. It's too hard. I didn't get that time. I didn't get that time. What do you mean you don't have that time? These were all short. Oh really my goodness. Short. Watch the first season of Sword Art. You're asking for a lot. I'm not asking for You're a lot. You're asking for a lot. I'm not asking for a lot. I already feel like you're asking for a lot. I can barely get to any anime. This is like every once in a while Watch on a whim. the first episode of Sword Art. Don't, don't start with me. Watch the first episode of Sword Art and watch Split. I think I need to get the Split before I get to Sword Art. I, I need to get the Split. I have to get the Split. Before glass comes out, I need to actually watch it. It's so hard. I'm shunning you. I don't have a lot of time these days. I literally got God, I have so little time. Between the work and doing anything with the wife, and then the podcast, and the editing, and the drawing of the comic, cello. and the cello lessons, and practicing of the cello, and it's just like... Oh my god, just... Ooh, what's today? Ooh. I was about to say Friday. 
Because I'm in a different world. It's yeah, Tuesday. No, no. Ooh, I'm going to have to remind myself. i got to schedule my next show. <laughs> now that we mentioned that. What is that. your next recital? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to have one in December. I remember you saying you had like a Christmas one. Yeah. yeah. So, it's in December something. Um, it's close, not super close. This is like two and a half weeks. So on Saturday, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks from now, I think. Well, next weekend should be like the eighth and the ninth or whatever, because so that's when the Nutcracker thing is. Yes. Well, this weekend uh, will be first, and that'll be the eighth. So I think it's on the fifteenth, December fifteenth. That's two and a half weeks from now. Good luck. I think it is. Do you know what you're doing? Well, I'm doing Carol of Bells with mm-hmm. Sandy. And then he's picked out some other easy little piece for me to play there. As far as a thing by myself. So. Yeah. Have we will you see. started practicing either? Nope. I don't even have it yet. That's why I said it's supposed to be easy. He's picked out something. Oh. We haven't had a lot of time. So. Yeah. Good luck. So I've actually got to schedule that. Everybody wish him luck. Wish me luck. It'll be fine. Carol of Bells. At least my part's super easy. Yeah. For that, Sandy's is a little harder. But mine's really easy, so I'm not going to have a hard time getting through that. I need to leave this open so I can remember to actually schedule it for a decent time. So, moving forward with our topics, I guess. I mean, we've gone over movies. We've done pod, talking about our podcast. We've touched on anime, but we haven't hit that one really hard yet, which we probably will eventually because we really like anime. I think we've mentioned it a couple of times during Once in the Box. We've gone through random ones. Yeah, anime's been brought up multiple times. Um, but let's, going into anime, talk about what we originally were talking about before Would You If. So yesterday, we, before our question, we came up with a whole spiel of randomness it's pretty, you'd be surprised how difficult it is to come up with a a decent would you have question. Yes. And in doing so, it was brought up the Toon World. If any of you have ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And if you haven't, by God, go watch that movie. Oh, it's brilliant. Any way that you can because it's an amazing movie. It, and even now, think about how old it is. Even now, it still stands up. Like, one of those movies that's solid, like, whew. Great movie. Yes. No matter how you look at it, it's a great movie. It's super well done. So, if you haven't seen it, it pretty much blends live action with animated characters. Yes. Not in, like, a 2D Mary Poppins way, but, like, it's it's more realistic-ish in a way. Yeah, I'm sure most of you have seen something that introduced toon characters of yeah. some sort into an, a live action movie. Yes. This one did it extraordinarily well. Yes. So you see some of your favorite characters, of course, from random things. There's Disney yeah. characters in there. There's Warner Brothers characters in there. If I'm correct, there's the only scene in history to from Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny to share the same screen at the same time, <laughs> which is super interesting to think. Like, I don't know if that would or could ever happen again. Probably not. And who would have the power to make that happen again? I don't know. Wreck it, Ralph. <clears throat> Almost. <laughs> uh, not quite, because I mean, Disney owns Wreck It Ralph, so yeah. they can put whomever they want in it. Uh, but. But yes. 
Wonderful movie. Somewhat traumatizing if you're a kid. Um, but it brought up the question, <coughs> are you dying right no, now? I'm alright, I'm alright. Yeah. But it pretty much brought up the question of what would you do if you lived in a world with tunes or if you were a tune yourself? Yes, because in this movie, they're, they're separated in some way. I don't remember exactly how, but there's a tunnel that you go from our world into the tune world. And it's its own world that seems like it exists on Earth. It's its own kind of like place that they've kind of bricked off and it's kind of its own place. But it's a tune world. And you can be a, a real person in a tune world or they can come to our side to be a tune character in our real world. Yes. And they do some amazing tricks and stuff <laughs> to, to make them super believable. Yes. Everything responds to the live actor. Which, I mean, they do that now more and more with CG stuff. Yeah, but this is, this is like, CG is cool. CG is nice. CG is great for some things. But this one is actually seeing the cartoon characters as cartoon characters. Not trying to take a cartoon character and make it fit into a realistic mm-hmm. world. Like uh, the new um, Detective Pikachu movie. Yes. It's taking cartoon or animated creatures and making them look like they would in a realistic world yes no this is just straight up cartoons no this is cartoons this is the bright colors the just everything and it's cool to see the cartoons interact with him the main actor god i should know his name what's his name he's he's dead now unfortunately he is the same guy who played mario um what is his name that's frustrating me Don something or um. Let's see if I still have the uh, when we were looking it up or oh, oh for murder right there. Let's see, give me the actor Bob Hoskins. Oh, Bob right Hoskins, and the villain of the movie is played by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> she is fantastic in this. Oh, he's terrifying and terrifying in this. If you look up like terrifying movie scenes. I've I've seen this in those lists before. <laughs> like I literally have like like top ten most terrifying scenes to ever be created in movies. This is in one of those. Like the traumatizing ones from our yeah. youth. Well, it's right towards the end. He gets insanely cr- crazy. But Bob Hoskins at points will interact with Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. And grabbing him, him and moving yeah. him, and it's amazing how well that is done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like someone just staring off into space grabbing air. Like, it literally looks like he's grabbing this character and throwing him in the sink. Hmm. So, it blends really well. It's really, really cool. Now, what would you do if that was the case? That'd be awesome. You go to work and some of your coworkers are tunes. I personally think it'd be awesome. Crazy awesome. Crazy cool. But, if that was something new... As we could go into any route, because this always comes up, it's people fear what they don't understand. Well, wasn't that the problem they were having in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like, some people didn't like the tunes? I'm sure, but that wasn't the crux of the movie. Well, no. By no means. I don't really remember it being brought up, like, drastically. Other than Christopher Lloyd's character, that's kind of what he was trying to do, is give them punishment. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie with the same kind of thing. 
Because I want to say at one point they were trying to separate. Like they were trying to cut off the connection between the two places. Maybe so. Oh. I don't remember. It's, it's, it's been, been a while, a while since yeah. I've seen Roger Rabbit. Need to rewatch it. Us talking about it so much is like, I need to rewatch mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's such a great movie. Um. I'm cool with anything like that. Any, I mean, it'd be awesome. Between like aliens or cartoons or this other species, other thing entering and yeah. just us coexisting. I don't think we want actual aliens, okay? How do you know? You want to be chased down by a xenomorph? I don't. No. When you said aliens, that was the first thing to come to mind, okay? Mm. <laughs> no thanks, I don't want to get hugged by a spider. I'm not saying aliens. Bait you know cutter. what I'm talking about. It's not my fault they've taken the word and turned it into their own special one. No face huggers for me. Uh, but, but yeah, I, <clears throat> I, I understand what you mean as far as like interacting with these things. It would be cool to walk into a space and just... I, it would just be so weird. Like... You just see this brightly colored just character. Now, it also depends if this is just characters or if these are actual, like, characters you know from places or... Hmm. Would they be celebrities at that point? Like... Well, it's... it's, it's I mean, it's completely according because in our world, somehow these things started to appear. And especially if they were, like, Mickey Mouse or something, then yes, they definitely would be. Oh, God. Mickey Mouse is a diva. But I don't know how these things would just appear. Because these cartoons are... I mean, they're, they're cartoons, which means they could be anything. You have a toaster walking around talking to you. That's a, it gets to be strange. My little but, toaster got dark, okay? What I'm saying is that they're not like normal, humanized people. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that kind of would lead into another topic that was brought up was... This become like the XG... Instead of uh, getting superpowers, people start turning the cartoons. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But we had been talking about the fact, like, the te- the power or the gift of being able to draw something and it come to life. So, I don't know what I would do with that one. Because as we were talking about it earlier is... If that was, if you could not shut that power off, you literally could not draw anything except what you want to exist. So if like, say you are a comic artist or an illustrator and suddenly you gain this ability, you just lost your job. Unless you're making movies out of your illustrations or comics. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I would say if you really, really enjoy anime, then uh, you wouldn't have to worry about a, a full-size pillow anymore. Because <laughs> you guarantee someone's going to draw themselves a, a spouse. Oh my goodness. You're just saying. You had to go that direction. You're like, skip, skip the robots. We're going straight to the anime girl. I mean, do you not think... You're talking about someone who draws illustrations and things. If people are really into anime or really into cartoons, you're telling me they're not going to draw. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Jesus Christ. 
I'm sure, like, even people who aren't in, who are not into anime, I'm sure if they were that lonely, they'd draw themselves a husband or a wife or anything. I, I don't know how they, I don't know if their, um, characters are coming out, you know, like, Mary Poppins, or if they're coming out like Roger Rabbit, but, because, um, who was it? What is his wife's name? Roger's wife. Something rabbit. Um, oh, I should know! But oh. It's frustrating to me. I know if her If you name. watch Roger Rabbit, you have this just... I should know his person. Pin-up girl, giant... Jessica Rabbit. Jessica, duh. But yes... Long hair, the whole seductive You've seen walk. her. I don't care. Oh, yeah. No matter who you are, you've seen Jessica Rabbit. Yes, and she is a human. She's yeah. human. She, she's a cartoon human, but she's she is human. She's a cartoon human with... with um, Married to the goofiest looking rabbit ever. Jessica Rabbit being the... the, the, the yeah, she was strong. <laughs> but yes, uh, she is very voluptuous. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Here we, you know what? Well, here's a... Here's a statue of her. Just in case you haven't seen her, there you go. I don't know if this is coming up with the camera or not, but there you go. But yes. old Jessica Rabbit. So, yes, I am sure that if you had the ability to create and have it... I don't want to know what you're looking at. Jessica Rabbit. A real-life Jessica Rabbit. Oh, wait, I think I've seen that. Maybe you have, but she's terrifying. Yes, yes, she's I have. She's terrifying, because I'm pretty sure she's like 70. Yeah, I'm not surprised. With enough plastic surgery to make her not look 70, well, it's but like she still looks 70. It's like the people who have become real-life Barbies. Have you seen those people? Yeah, they're terrifying as well. Yeah. Like the Ken I know you're obsessed and stuff, but... Come on, this is going too far. The Ken doll... Maybe I haven't seen that one. But. Yeah, there's a guy that's really into it, trying to become a pretty much a Ken doll. The Ken, Ken is his role model kind of thing. Did he remove his penis? I don't know. Because, I mean, that's, that's the requirement. And uh, then, of course, there's a couple of them that are trying to be Barbie. but It's too much. too far. I don't know. I don't get it. It's not worth it. But, yes, if you have the ability to draw, create, and have it come to life... You're gonna end up creating your spouse. I don't. But then it goes to sh like how, how during these illustrations though, do you, you create a personality? I've been thinking about that for a few minutes. Okay. I was gonna bring up at some point. Okay. Is it yes? Well, no, just that exactly. How do you the things you bring to life? How do you dictate a personality? How does it have a personality? Because it it can't. I mean, when you draw characters and stuff. You eventually add voice and stuff, and you gain what a personality is. Just drawing a single picture, unless it just takes what you think in your mind, how this thing would act, there is no... And it's like, oh, you have to draw a picture, and you have to sign said traits to said picture, and therefore, therefore it can come to life as something. But that also means you could draw still and do whatever you want. That it would be these particular images you were drawing specifically for the purpose of coming to life. So it would pretty much be like creating reference sheets for your character. Mm -hmm. So you would create this This is what they look sheet. like from the front, side, and back. This is <clears throat> what traits. I think they would... Their traits, their personality type, what they like, what blah, blah, blah. They're trying to make them into a real thing. 
and then you just peel them off the page. I think that would be fun to play with though, because it's like, say you're just doodling, like it, it, it would be kind of the same as, you know, being in a Hogwarts or whatever and being able to like fold a little origami bird and watch it fly around. Like I think it would be fun to like be able to like doodle little birds or or butterflies or something and just kind of like peel them off the page and just watch them just kind of like just fly around and do different things. But butterfly then, not as complex as the person. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying we. I you start somewhere, okay? I'm just saying. Person's not gonna be like, oh, I have, I suddenly have this talent. I'm creating a human. This isn't weird science, okay? But uh, I, I just, then, then we'd get into the whole tune rights. Like, if you create something that is as real as a person with memory and everything else. Hmm. I mean, at that point, what do we consider to be human? I think that's going to be the interesting thing once AI gets to that point. Do you have the right? To light this paper person on fire. It wouldn't be a paper person anymore. I'm not sure exactly what they would be. I don't know what a tune person would feel like. Um, well, you can use acid. It was a special concoction that acted like acid. But, but again, like I said, that to me that comes down with AI as well. Because I do think at some point we're going to get to the point where AI... It's going to be almost indistinguishable, if not indistinguishable, from what a real person is. We're trying to get to that point already. I won't be surprised in the next, easily, the next 10, 20 years, easily, we're going to be to that point. Now, will I be alive? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully. I'm, uh, but what are we going to do once we're to the point that AI is a, as real as a person? That they can learn, they have memory. At this point, I, I fully believe we'll have robots. Or again, the point, Boston Dynamics do is an amazing thing with robotics. W once we create an AI, an artificial brain, that we can put into a robot and it be as real as a person, what's to say that it's not? If it has emotions, complex emotions, and memory, and can act and do and sound and be as real as you and me. It just has mechanical parts. Is at, at that point takeover. Is it is it is it any less real just because it's and we made it? No, I, I would see it's going to most be people would say yes. Yeah, especially if you're religious. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course, it's not real. It's not a real thing. It's not a real person. God did not create it. So exactly, it's not real. But God but created in, man, and man created it, so... But in logic, me, we are, in my, my personal opinion, we are our brains. Our brains dictate what we do, how we do it, where we come from, our situations create who we are as people. So if a computer can do the exact same thing, that by its creation and its learning and its environment shaping to what it is, is it really any less real than we are? Do you think that we're going to have the same problems? We like okay. I what I see happening is this is what already happens now. Look how much 
just having different color skin oh, I know. has caused misuse. Exactly. So I'm wondering if we're going to have to go through an entire era of, you know, Android rights. Like you've played it. <laughs> Detroit become human. Okay. I remember you telling me about this. Literally what this is. <laughs> this is we created these robots to serve. And then they start becoming aware of themselves and what's going on. And it's a, it's about three particular robots, three different stories, becoming aware and doing things and trying to and you're guiding them through this. And it's about Android rights and all this. PS4. Yeah. I it's amazing. It is amazing. I loved it. I played it in one 13-hour sitting. Because I started playing it, and I'm like, this is great. And I had the free day, and I just played and played <laughs> and played till like, 2 in the morning. And like this, it was so cool. I think I just got off work one day. I picked it up, went home, and played it all the way through. Hmm. And it was awesome. I didn't get the perfect ending, but I got, in my opinion, one ending... One of the more dramatic endings for one of the characters. Yeah. That I enjoyed more than the good ending. But still, some amazing things. A game that I would... I would love to get a group of people. Like, get Sandy, you, whoever else, and just we play through the game together. Because it's such a cool game. What he does with his games, and the choices you're allowed to make, and the consequences you're allowed to see, and what happens, and how they happen, are really, really cool. Why does it sound like... It, who did it? The gentleman's name is David Cage. He did Heavy Rain. Okay, so he's the one who did um, Heavy Rain and... Beyond Two Souls. Yes. Because I own both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy Rain, excellent. Beyond Two Souls, good. I liked it. But I didn't play... I played it before Heavy Rain because my sister played Heavy Rain... And right off the bat, got a, one of the worst possible endings. Yeah, and happened. I was like, mindset, can't do it. Nope, I'm going to go to Two Souls first. Beyond Two Souls. Two Souls. Plus, uh, I really like Ellen Page. Ellen Page is amazing. Yes. I will try to watch anything that has Ellen Page. I think she's a great actress. Yes. I really enjoy watching her. <laughs> yeah, this is a random partial cookie over there. Um, yes. But the overall, I need to replay it. Because when it first came out, you could only play it where it played like different scenes and different timelines. It wasn't all in order. It's and, not. Yeah. I, well, they've since then came out with the version of the game or you could do it where you could play it in order. Hmm. And I think I would enjoy it more if I could play it in order because I think the out of order didn't help with anything. <laughs> so I would prefer to, like I would actually like to play the game yeah. in sequence to the, her actual life events. And see if it actually helped me enjoy the game more. I think it was fine. It was maybe even good. But it wasn't a great game in my opinion. Where Heavy Rain I thought was excellent. And I think Beyond Two Souls is a really, really great, awesome game. Which oh. I forget. Sandy did start playing it. Because I tried to get her to play it. But she's only played through part of it. So Which one? Oh, Beyond Two Souls. No. Um, I was about to say. Detroit? Detroit Become Human. Thank you. Thank you. Because you were like... Beyond Two Souls is a great, awesome game. I'm like, I don't. I'm saying the wrong one. Saying the wrong one. The trick become human. I, I think it's a great game. Um. But the biggest, th big thing in it is Android rights. Okay. Now you said you wanted to get a bunch of us together. Is it a multi-person or is it? 
no, 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 no. You just it, be it, all together in the it'd room. It'd be all together, and then we could go with the, hey, everyone could scream out their answers, what they think we should okay. choose, and we would choose an answer to a degree. The thing fun. is, a lot of them are timed, so it'd have to be fairly yeah. quickly. It'd be like, oh, 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 and then whatever the majority says real quick, we'd have to go with. That would be fun. It would be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. And it's such a cool game. We kind of see what the, time, no. the collective group actually gets. Yeah. Again, but it's a 13-hour game, and it would be like multiple sittings and take over time to get it done, though, right? But it'd be cool. Okay. Speaking of games and multiple people and sit-downs and stuff like that, I know that you guys like playing board games. I like Catan and... Um, there's a whole bunch of things, but yes. Yeah. First, I was in Barnes & Noble today, and they have a bunch of expansions of Catan there. All yeah, on one we've got a couple. Yeah. Um, that's what reminded me of it. But one, we are planning on picking up a game called... Um, it's Escape the Room uh, Werewolf Edition or something like that. I think what you're talking about, but it's a game called Werewolf. Um, well, no, this one, this one literally is an escape the room, like it, like an escape the room, except in a box, and it's just it's a werewolf themed, I guess. But there's another one that we were going to get until we found out it needs nine or more players, and we're like, well, that sucks because we don't have nine people ever. Um, but it's called uh, The Ultimate Werewolf Legacy, I think. This is the game I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's... Which I played at PAX because it was just, and people were in line, and this guy stood up and just said, gather some people just to play. Yeah. And yes, you have to have a good group of people. I think, I don't know if you need nine. I think... Uh, on, the, on the box, it literally said 9 to 16, I think. Yeah, I think there are other ones up there that is less you can play with less is more, but you still need like six people or something. Yeah. But you have to have, there has to be a group because it just doesn't work very well without a well, good yeah. group. Um, um, but the game was awesome. It was so much fun. Like this one, it, I'm sure it's the same one, but this one, it, uh, you literally, you of course have your characters and everything. And it's played over multiple setting, like sittings, and each time you play, it leads to the next one. Well, I referred to there's not this is not a multiple sittings game. It takes, I mean, in the end game, it goes over multiple nights, but there's not multiple sittings. Oh, what well, do you mean? well, pretty much this one. Okay, this one is a game where. By the end of the night, you're, you can be done. But the next time you play, your stats and stuff for your character are based off the last one. So it just kind of builds on to itself each time. Um, I think the also it said that every time you play, it's different. I can't tell if we're talking about the same game or not. But my game, the game I'm referring to is I played at PAX and... You don't have to have a lot. I mean, we could, you don't even have to buy the game. I could, you could just print off cards and the instructions offline and play. But everyone in the group gets a card, and you are this character, no matter what it is. And someone gets to play as the werewolf. And 
there's one person who doesn't really play the game. He is setting the narrative of what's going on. And I think I saw that one at Barnes & Noble, too. Yes. And the idea is, every night, everyone closes their eyes because the villagers go to sleep. Yes. And the person will point, uh, will say, werewolf, open your eyes. And he'll open his eyes and say, who do you want to kill? And you'll point at someone and you'll pick that person. And in the morning, that person will be killed off. And the goal is, everyone's trying to figure out who the werewolf is. Because no one knows who the werewolf is. And then every person has different stats. Like, one person won't be able to talk. They're not allowed to talk. They're, mm-hmm. they're a mute person. Or, or one person... I forget. There's different things that make the game more interesting. And the goal is to figure out who the werewolf is before... Because I think at some point you can also turn other people into werewolves. To get more than one. And... Yeah, the goal is to find out who the werewolf was before it kills all the villagers. They have that one at Barnes & Noble, too. Yes, I know they do. That's what I'm referring yes. to. Yes. Which was so much fun to play. <laughs> it's so interesting, but you have to have a good group of people. Yeah. And I could possibly, if everyone I know agreed to get together to play this game, get a good group. But it would be difficult. Yes. Trying to think of who I could gather. Because I got between me, Sandy, you, and Chad. Nice. That's four. Michael. We need solid four more. Michael. Like, get Mike. Uh, and I might be able to grab like my brother and his wife, which is seven. And if we got real lucky, get my wife's brother and his wife. So that would be nine. Unless we drag Boone in. I would not want to. Okay. I would prefer not to. Um, I feel like he would ruin it. But again, there's a lot of people, and I don't know any way of getting everyone to agree to one night. And all these people, or a good portion of them, we don't, but my wife's brother has a kid. And then my brother has a kid, and they got kids involved, and then getting a night for one to get together, and then where does everyone meet, and it just, it becomes increasingly difficult to get a group. So what you're saying is we just need to have a book club and just get random strangers. Almost. It's just hard just to get... Just talk to the library, be like, hey, we want to set up an, a, were- a werewolf event... People can come. It'll be fun. It could be. I'm sure they would let you do it. Because the whole thing with, um, like, their public room is uh, as long as the event is open to the public. Which that would be the purpose of this. Yeah. Then they're totally cool with it. As long as, obviously, you're not, like... I think the bigger the group gets... They have additional cards. Mm-hmm. That only certain cards are meant for bigger, 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 bigger yeah. groups. That have more characters and more things. Because there's also... Um, one of the characters is a seer. So they get to... Um, forget. Somehow they can see who the werewolf is. In some way. I forget the exact things. And then some person is a... Um, or they can... Maybe they can see who the werewolf is. But they also, they're allowed to... One, there's a character that can protect... It's like a priest, maybe, or something, who can put a protection over one person. 
And the werewolf doesn't get to know who that is. He gets to keep his eyes closed that night. And he gets to say, I put a protection on this person. Or he put a protection on himself. But whoever he puts it, that means if the werewolf tries to kill a person, the person does not die. Mm-hmm. It actually protects him and keeps him from dying. Or you can put it on yourself so you prevent yourself from dying. <laughs> now, does the werewolf know what jobs people have? Mm. I, not to my knowledge, unless they say. Because you can say, the only person you like it. Only person, yeah, I think you're just not allowed, whoever dies isn't allowed to point out who the werewolf is. Because, well, what I was saying is because if you know who the seer is, you're going to want to kill them first. That'd be the whole point. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you don't reveal that you're a seer. Mm-hmm. Which you don't have to. But if you have, if you can communicate with whoever the guy who protects people is, then he can protect you. <laughs> it's just everyone trying to be cooperative, but you want to make sure you're not cooperative with the werewolf. <laughs> but that's the thing, is that, um, how, what are the rules of the seer, though? Because what is I, the point I, of being the seer? I know, I mean, I know I don't you don't know, but what would it's be been the a while. Point, What would be the point of being a seer if you can't tell people who the werewolf is? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't, again, I don't remember the exact thing of what it was. Everybody had particular jobs, and I don't remember what they all were. It's been a couple years since I played it. I just remember enjoying it a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was a cool idea, something I've never seen before. So it'd be cool to get a group together and actually attempt to try to play it. That would be a lot of fun. There would be our D&D group right there. <laughs> Everybody dress up. Just... Uh, it'd be cool. Again, it just, I don't know. I have to figure out what the minimum is and then try to get a few people past that and try to have a good time, which would be difficult to get a group. Um, as far as the games go, though, because I said, like, there's that one. I remember seeing that one. Um, there's the Ultimate Werewolf, Le- or it's like Werewolf Legacy Ultimate Edition or something like that. That's the one that builds up on itself. And then the one that we're probably going to end up buying is the Escape the Room one. Which I've never... Of course, I've never actually done an Escape the Room in person. Which they seem like they'd be a lot of fun. Well, the Escape Room things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done... Well, when we went to Chicago, there's one place. And we did all the ones they had. <laughs> we went back like four times and did all of them. How did uh, you guys do? Um, not particularly well. These were very difficult. Yeah. The thing is, I don't... I think they... Most of them did things, in my opinion, that were illogical that people just wouldn't think of to make them. They were just, in my opinion, way too hard. Yeah. But they were still a lot of fun. And they always had someone in the room with you to try to give you hints and try to help where they had to, where if you were just completely stuck. Hmm. So, but they were just fun to do in general. They're just... The closest one is actually in Biloxi, I believe. It would be cool to get a small group of people and actually just... Go over and try to do one. Yeah. They're fun. I've never done one. I've wanted to, though. Um, next episode. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, but I've never heard of one. Like, I, I've seen the Escape the Room apps, the games on the computer, all that stuff, but I've never seen a board game version of it. So, apparently, this is an Escape the Room board game version, and it's about you know, trying to run away from, or trying to get away from a werewolf or whatever. So it says, like, you have one hour to do this or whatever. 
I want to say that um, it's another one that said that it changes every time you play. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know how they would do that though. That's the thing. Well, the escape rooms I've worked played, I don't know how that you you can't change those to alter yeah. them because then they wouldn't work. Well, that's the thing though. Is that um, as far as this game like, being that this is a game, like a in a box game, mm-hmm. if you could only play it once. Through, there I would, agree. Would, there would be no point. It's like a video game where you can where you play it once through and it's not worth playing again because well, it's any puzzle game. Once you know the answers, they're not yeah. they're not fun anymore. Um, but no, I I don't remember the the minimum. I think was two players, to, or actually I think it was even one player to how many ever. But I think uh, that's the one that Chad said he was going to get me for my birthday. But, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Again, I'm not sure how it would work in board game form, but... Well, if we end up getting it... <laughs> I'll let you know. But real estate rooms, they're fun. They're fun. We had a good time in all the ones that we did. So, if you guys want us to go to a real escape room, or if you want us to... Go through a playthrough of a boxed escape room. Let us know. <sighs> I really, I've been wanting to play ever since I played Werewolf at PAX mm-hmm. one time. <laughs> I have always wanted to get a group of people to try to play it. Mm-hmm. But getting a group of people, very difficult. As I said, we'll just we'll create a club. Create a club. <laughs> we'll create a club through the library, and we'll play Werewolf. I prefer to play with people I know. Well, I'm just saying, in, in general. Name a bunch of people that you can get together. Like I did, I did name people. They're gonna be hard though. And I mean, starting right off to the one right next to you, it's like even getting that one on board is sometimes very difficult. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Put some real effort into it and figure it out. <laughs> So we'll be playing it in year 2021. Somewhere along those lines. We'll figure something out. Be fun. If y'all have had experience playing it or knowing a good way or whatever, let us know in the comments. It'd be nice to hear other people experience with it. I know there's different versions of the game. So. Yeah. Um, like, I think even at Barnes & Noble they had, like... Well, I think there's even different versions of Werewolf that involved werewolves. Oh. There. They've had, I think... There's one called Were- uh, Werewolf Ultimate that's played very differently from the original mm-hmm. Werewolf game. One's meant to be shorter and different, different things, yeah. so. Uh, I want to play board games. I love board games. I haven't played them in a while. That reminds me of, uh, and I'm sure they got the idea from this and then just upgraded it to werewolves, but I know you won't understand this, but <laughs> <laughs> in school, um, we played this game called... Uh, I don't know if it was Frogger or the Frog or something like that. But um, you literally were sitting in a circle, all facing each other. And you, so one person was the frog. And they looked around the room and if they, they made eye contact with someone and kind of stuck their tongue out. And then that person had to die. And so everyone had to try to figure out, or there was a person walking around the circle, and that person had to try to figure out who the frog was. 
and so that there's that game that reminds me of that one, and then we had a game called uh, Thumbs Up or Heads Up, no Thumbs Up Seven Up, or Heads up, Seven Up. Either way, you had your head on the desk and you had your thumb up, and then someone came around and like pushed your thumb down, and then. Uh, whoever was at the front or something. I can't remember. Someone had to figure out who it was that put people's thumbs down. I think Mike or... Someone talked about this. Yeah. Experience I didn't have. Yeah. But the, the Frogger game, that's what it reminded me of, though, is because the person's walking around the city, except everybody has their eyes open. So it's like, it's even it's even more tricky because... The person's walking around the circle, and as people are falling down, they have to figure out who it is that's making these people die. These flies die. Yeah. There's a game, I don't remember, I think it was on, um, like, Kickstarter or something. It was, uh, I want to say it was, I could be wrong, but it was called uh, Secret Hitler. And it has something similar that people, you have to figure out who Hitler is. And I think his goal is to, like, recruit more and more people to his side. Mm -hmm. And do it secretly, so to lead the group, and it's the whole thing. It sounded very interesting. For some reason, that reminds me, reminds me of like the scariest game I've ever played. It was called Persecution. Um, it was with a youth group, and what it was is people in the youth group were called ahead of time to be soldiers, mm -hmm. and so when you got to youth group and everything. Pretty much, you were walking around, and you had to avoid everybody, because you didn't know who was a soldier or not. So, you kind of just were walking, you're kind of suspicious of everybody, and if someone started chasing you, of course, you're trying to book it. Okay, you're, you're John, you're, you're trying to run away from everybody at this point. If they caught you, they dragged, well dragged you down into the basement the lights were off everything they knelt you down in a line put a flashlight in your head in your face and started like making you like questioning your faith like why do you believe in this when you can't see it there's no evidence everything like that just like right in your face um pretty much they're trying to get you to renounce your faith kind of thing like that if you renounced your faith you became a soldier to help them out if not they put they literally put like a red circle on your forehead, and then you had to go lay down like they shot you. This is extreme. This is extreme. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It, it was. Yeah. It was, Let me become a soldier. I just want to be a soldier at that point. Just... Yeah. It was a very intense game. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just showing what people actually went through at some. Is that what it was? Yeah. I, I highly doubt they were actually like, ah, I'm going to kill you. They're trying to keep you on your face. Otherwise, this will happen to you. <laughs> now i got to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and i got to figure a way to play Werewolf. This is our homework. Yeah. Watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And try to find people to play game with. That's when. How long does it take to play? Not long. 
I think like long games were like 30 minutes. I got it. We have to do an overnight at work. <laughs> well, I was thinking, what are the chances of actually being able to grab people from work to do something? I don't know. You'd think, like... Because you just recently did something with people from work. Yes, I know. That's a, that was what I was just thinking with the little hands. Um, but I don't think it would be that tricky to gather some people. But no, what it remi- that's why I asked how long. Because I think it would be funny, like, during an overnight, you know how it's usually, like, really laxed during our lunch hours and stuff like that? Like, I mean, when we did the... inventory one like a bunch of us literally sat in footwear and that's where we ate our lunch at was in footwear um when we did the footwear one of course we stayed in the break room but we just talked about whatever and everything like that so it's like being how laxed it was i think it would be fun like during an overnight just be like you guys we're gonna play a game could be interesting if everyone would agree be more interesting, you just need though. nine people. Yeah, it will be more <laughs> interesting is nine people according to who is currently working, who might be involved in the game. Hmm. Because there are certain people it'd be really interesting to play the game with. Because <laughs> you're not gonna just not, you can't single people up. Nope, you can't play. You go away. Yeah. Uh my thought on it was uh Oh, what was it? I totally lost it. It was just, it was there and then it was gone. It ran away. So, but, I don't know. Oh, no, mine, uh, my thought on it was, yeah, nine people on an overnight, though, is usually rare. People don't want to pay nine people to do an overnight. No, it would have to be some big thing, like when we did the main retail yeah. back. But, no, but just grabbing people from work in general. I don't know. I don't, it'd be hard for me to, Decide nine people that I'd actually want to invite. Do I know nine people at work? <laughs> I'm sure I do. It's a matter of picking people I like, and then on top of that, pick people who also say yes. I would also add in people who would actually take the game seriously. Because in order for the work, it has to be taken seriously. I mean, if you're coming to play, you'd have to take it seriously. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Otherwise, it's no fun. Now, you say in my version, the one I played, I got the mute character. <laughs> huh. And what was it? Yeah, because there was a there was another character whose goal was to pretend to be someone else, someone he wasn't. And he was also pretending to be mute. Hmm. He was pretending to be mute, but I was the mute character. So I knew since he was pretending to be mute, he was a werewolf. Hmm. I knew that for a fact, but couldn't talk. (laughs) So I was trying to tell them that he was a werewolf for sure, to which everyone assumed I was a werewolf. And every night, everyone's going to agree who they think the werewolf is and whoever the person with the most votes, who they think... The villagers kill that person. Oh, that's nice. They killed me. Aww. They thought I was a werewolf. How 
as they meet person, how do you try to tell people? Uh, I mean, you can just point and do things. I mean, you can't talk. You can, this person over here. Um, yeah, yeah, they thought I was a werewolf. It didn't work out for me. I died. Yeah, because every night, the villagers get to choose who they think the werewolf is, which they'll kill someone. And then every night, the werewolf gets to choose someone who they actually going to kill. He's going to kill. See? So you just start losing people. I just find it ironic that as the loud one of the loudest people I know, you have the meat person. <laughs> uh, it was very unfortunate. <laughs> it's like this. Just just being in that game would be like this is killing him right now. Just know it. <laughs> uh, but it's a fun game. We'll have to get it. Okay, we don't even have to get that one. Again, I could print the stuff off. Well, it'd be, instead of spending twenty bucks on buying the game at Barnes and Noble, it'd be more. We just play for free. Yeah, but if you like a game, you know, you support the game. Yeah, but if I don't have to pay $20, I don't have to pay $20. Oi. I'm just saying. Uh, it'd be fun. Fine. If, the, if if we play it once and it's fun, we'll see that. buy it. We'll see, that, 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 that's, that should actually be more. Play it and see if we can get a, <laughs> it, the cookie litter rolled halfway across the room. Um... If we enjoyed it and it was fun, it'd be worth buying. Yes. I think their first version of Catan that I ever played, we enjoyed it, but it didn't feel like spending, it's like 40, 50 bucks. So I made a cardboard Catan. That makes sense. I still have it. It was like, there's some Lego pieces and <laughs> it was cardboard and I used magic gathering pieces for like different lands and it was cool. You it's do fun. what you do. Yeah. I mean. It was fun. It was, it was, it was a fun little project and it's my... My little one. It's cool. But, so, we could easily make one. Now I want to play. How are we going to gather nine people? Yeah, this is the question. <laughs> the ultimate question. Do we need nine people? <laughs> I don't think we have do we even to. Know, do we even have eight people? <laughs> what is the lowest amount of people we think would make this fun? I'm not sure. I, don't remember what the, I think the lowest is five or six. Because you got to think... If one person's a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And the villagers are killing one person too. And the villagers are killing one person. It's like, well, you have to have one. And then you have to have these four, five, six others. So he can kill someone. The villagers kill someone. And you can have three or four rounds. The more people, the more rounds. But also the more roles and the more interaction. And once the group gets big enough, you start off with two werewolves. Hmm. So... The bigger the group, the better the experience can be. So what we need to do is print out a flyer and put it out. <laughs> put it at the library and put it at the uh, at the workplace and then so, see who shows up. It'd be fun. We'll have to try to put this together. I think uh, the people that I played with the... During the last game night that I went to, I think they would be interested. At least two for sure. Maybe you grab a few people. We'll see if we can grab a few people. Mm. Well, I guess with me and Sandy, you and Chad, if we each can find two of the people to bring in, that would be eight automatically. Well, I would know two and then probably one more for sure. Maybe the other one. <laughs> I should say me Sandy you Chad and Mike almost guaranteed would probably come 
that's five. And if we each can grab two more people, that's nine. And yeah, I feel like we can make this work. I'd be like, hey, I, I know you mentioned that you're thinking about maybe doing this game night thingy once a month. How about we branch it out to more than just a girls' night? And <laughs> <laughs> it could be interesting. It could be fun. We'll see what we can do. We'll let y'all know if we actually end up playing this. Or if we go to an escape room. Yeah, more of that. I, I, I feel like we should uh, move on slightly. We've been on the board game topic for a while. Board games are fun. They are, but we've been on one type of board game for a while. Do not let anyone tell you that board games are old and outdated. Board games are awesome. I love board games. I would love to do a board game night once a week. I would love to do one once a week. I just enjoy I enjoy the, the get-together and the sit-down and enjoying having fun. I love, love Catan. I didn't play Catan since last time I played with you. And that's been a while. Um, We didn't play. Okay, let me rephrase that. The last time we attempted to play with you. Uh, no, if nothing else, we've got to have you and Chad back over just to try to play Catan. So we can actually just show off the actual game, the play. Yeah. Play the normal, dumb dumb version, the easiest version. And it'd be fun. I love Catan. I love it so much. We were shown by a friend one time. He invited us over and we played and we've been hooked ever since. <laughs> I said I made the cardboard version so we could play more. And we started playing and then we got a version. We got another version. We got expansions. And we've we're quite a few. We have I don't know, two, two, three, four versions at this point. Hmm. And they're fun. Uh, Knights and Cities? Or Knights and something. I forget exactly the name. But that's our favorite version by far. It's the most. It's the version that gives you the most different variances to win. Mm -hmm. That's not just the very normal uh, way that the original one offered. Because there's that one. There's Seafarers. There's... We picked up a Star Trek version. That's the same game, but it was Star yeah. Trek. Uh, I want to see we have another version. I think. And we also have Knights and Cities or whatever it's called. But that's by far the best one. They have a Firefly game there as well. I don't remember what the premise was, but I just remember that. Yeah, I'm always sketchy about getting games that are themed after something. It's like, oh, okay, you themed it. Oh, wonderful for you. What is the actual oh, game? Well, no, no. This one actually is a Firefly game. Oh, no, but, yeah. but that's my point, is that it's a game based off a show or whatever, so therefore it wasn't a game built to be a game. It was a game to be based off of something they're trying to get sold yeah. because it was based off of something. Pretty much this game, uh, from reading the back, if I remember right, it literally is like you having a ship and trying to run your ship, trying to make sure your crew gets paid trying to make sure you do these jobs. Pretty much, it's like being on the Firefly. Like, you have to make sure that your little group stays afloat. Otherwise, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the ones I don't really like, I mean, yes, it is for, um, I guess, for collective, you know, sake it's fun i get but i don't like board games that are the exact same game but just 
themed. Like we have a Walking Dead Monopoly. Well, see, I played a. Steven... I actually prefer that because it's taking a game that's already good and theming after something you already like. Hence our Star Trek version of that. It was just something different. It adds like one of the elements to the game. Uh, but I'll prefer that because it's an already known good game with a theme versus a themed game that may or may not be good. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I've played Steven Universe Monopoly. I've played uh, uh, play lo- Monopoly The Walking so Dead times. Monopoly. You can only play yeah, Monopoly like, so many times. It's the exact same game. It's just, like, the games but are different. if you were going to have one Monopoly game, why not have a Monopoly game well, based yeah. off your favorite show? No, Monopoly's fine. I, it's fine. I don't like Monopoly. <laughs> At best, it's fine. But it's like I already have to pay bills in real life. I'm not really interested. In, <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was that easy, to just buy a house. Just well, the last time I played Monopoly that I can remember with um, Alora, she was involved. She got very angry about the trades that she didn't think people were doing fairly. Ah. <clears throat> and uh, I flipped the board. Oh, yeah, that's so, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, since okay. things weren't going her way, it was dude, terrible. I It's okay. I've played Monopoly before where um, someone got very defensive because, of course, they were losing their money, like having to keep paying and paying. That's and the they're game. like... They're like, well, I already have to do this in real life, so why am I playing this game? And I was like, negativity. So much negativity. Well, I mean, the point of any board game is to have fun and basically to socialize with people. Yeah. While you're playing a board game. Yeah, it's like, Monopoly's not one of those games. <laughs> it can be. If people can try to be decent. I'm always going to be decent whether I'm winning or losing. So be decent. I mean, it's a game. It's not real money isn't involved unless you want to play it that way. Um, I don't know. Some people just get very, very. It's like they take. Why can't I think of the word right now? I don't know. Competitive. They they take competitive to a whole new level. I mean, I'm competitive, and I love to win. I love to win. My goal always is to win. But did the game? It's a sport game. It's just the board game. As much as I want to win, I'm not going to ruin the board game because of that. Unless I feel like someone's cheating. <laughs> so we've had issues, but I felt people were cheating in Catan. Yep. How can you cheat Cheating comes Catan? down to... When I say cheating, I say... When the whole point is for everyone... I mean, if... There is no teams in Catan. The goal is for you to try to win the game for you. But when one party is deciding they don't care if they win and helping another party to help win, mm. then it becomes like, now it's two against one and one and this is no longer fair and this is not how you should play. So that ruined our uh, Catan playing for a long time with certain people. Mm. Because of that. I'm like, nope. No, um, I'm trying to think of the last board game that I played where it kind of happened like that. But, I mean, there's always games where in in good spirits you try to attack one person, like... Which um, is fine, even a Catan. Whoever's winning, oh, <laughs> time to group up a little bit and we're going after yeah. this person because 
if we as a collective don't try to prevent this person from winning, none of us are going to win. Yeah. So therefore, you attack the leader, which makes sense. Yeah. And with any game, I mean, you have to do. There has to be some type of cooperation because, as such a person needs to get closer to the win, you don't want to help that person because if they win, you don't. Yeah. So, and that's what I like about Catan a lot is that there is a lot of cooperation. You have to cooperate to win because every round you are trading cards. You, in order to get a lot of things, except for I mean later into the game, it gets easier and easier to get things and stuff. But yeah. you're trading cards. You're doing things. You have to cooperate with your fellow people, even though you are actively competing against them at the same time. But you also have to group up on the leader sometimes. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that's every game. Like, um, I can't even think of the last board game I ever played before that. Uh, unfortunately, I love playing games and everything, but uh, Mike, unfortunately, not very competitive. So doesn't really try or care that much if he wins or loses. I sometimes get like that, depending on the game. Like, if a game is a little... I can't, it's going to make me sound really dumb, but... If a game is a little beyond my comprehension, or a little beyond something that I like, really, really get into, um, I will still play it for the learning experience, and for the fun, and the socialization, but... If I have no idea what I'm doing, it's like, well, I don't really care if I win. I don't really care if I lose, but it's kind of the luck of the draw. I'm still going to try-ish. I'm competitive. Everything I do, yeah. my goal is always to win. Now, I said first time playing a game, I understand. Okay, I'm just learning, just figuring things out. But still, I want to win. I like to win. I am competitive. I'm not. I grew up very competitive. Having two brothers and a sister, but especially my brothers, very competitive with them growing up. I spent most of my little life off on my own. In the woods. Yeah. I was a woods person. And we were in the woods a lot as kids as well. We lived around woods a lot as children. So, exploring said woods happened a lot. Yeah. I was just doing it solo. And because the internet wasn't a thing. (laughs) Yeah. That didn't take up a lot of time. No, you didn't have to worry about that because it didn't exist. No. I was reading. I was out in the woods playing outside. I mean, I did play, like, different sports and stuff with my brother. And I played dolls and stuff or read magazines or hung out with my sister but otherwise, no, most of the time I was just out in my little imaginative world. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, time in the woods. But electronics wasn't a huge thing. We had gaming systems, but as children we were we were very limited to the amount of time we were yeah. on these things. Because for some reason playing in the woods was so much better than playing on a console. I'm not sure why that was more important <laughs> personally, but... Um, it was the same, like, we did have a Genesis, like, we had a Sega Genesis and everything, and yes, it was fun to play that, but either one, it was, oh, I don't need to play it for this long, two, I mean, it was in, um, a parent's room, so that if they wanted to watch TV or something, it'd be like, okay, well, 
go play outside or something. Or three, it's just I just wanted to be in the woods. Like, I just liked being outside. Plus, I lived in the north, so I didn't fry every time I went outside. You're worrying about the fryingness. That was never yes, an issue. I do. <laughs> that was never an issue when we were kids. Yeah. I don't remember ever having any issue with the heat. Wait, what about the cold? I hate the cold. But, exactly. But we, I mean, we bundle up and stuff. I just hate the cold, period. I've always hated the cold. I'd go roll out in the snow. God, I hate the cold. I hate it so much. Sledding. I hate Sledding. the cold. Sledding. So much. Like, in the summer, we'd take, like, a tarp, and we'd put a hose on it, and mm. slide down that. Because we had, the, um, our house was built into a hill, so we had pretty much a slope on either side of the house. Mm. And so we'd use that... And then during the winter time, what we do is we, because the snow would be so deep on that hill, we'd have to literally get in the sled and kind of like shove our way down the hill and then make a trail because how it went was small hill, kind of flat, huge hill. So our goal was to start at one hill and try to get all the way down the other mm-hmm. one. So we'd have to make a trail first and it was, it was funny. Just like trying to slide because because the short one was short and kind of steep at some point, you'd be like trying to get to the next hill, but you'd fly off before then, and it was just great. I I can leave it, especially now, especially if our jobs with podcasting, I can live anywhere. I would never go outside. Avoid the outside weather at all costs. And Why? You don't have to worry about the heat or the cold. Why? Because I don't care about the outside. Why? I don't care. Why? Because I don't have interest in outside. There's no why. I just, I don't, I have no interest. <laughs> There's nothing that interests you about being outside. No. What about running? I thought you guys Why would I want to run? I thought you guys have done like your We little... have. We've done mud runs and they're fun, but I, I, I've done that. I'm, I don't need to do it again. <laughs> It would be fun if I could get in shape to do it. Um, but it's not something I need. You I just, outside's it. not, it's not, I, I was outside a lot as kids and I don't need to go back to that. I like my insideness. I like my internet. I like my electronics. I like my video games. That's because you were homeschooled, isn't it? That's <laughs> the only explanation. Poor deprived little thing. Can I say? I don't need the woods. I don't need to go I hiking. I love hiking. There's so many beautiful things out there. Yes, you can see them on your computer if you Google search them, but it's not And the having same. a good group of people and maybe going to spend a day or a night or something, sure. Once every once in a while, fine. Okay, so what you're saying is we need to find a group for werewolf. Ooh, sorry, I'll come back to that in a minute. Had an amazing thought. So we need a group for werewolf, a group to go to escape a room, and a group to go camping. For apparently. one night, apparently. I don't want to be out there too long. Jerk. We're in the woods, okay? Playing werewolf in the woods. Yeah. I think that would We have a giant group. I'm not saying you run around the woods, geez. I mean, you're going to see. You need a giant group to figure out to go camping. It's a lot of people to try to get go camping. You would, we would need the same amount of people to try to figure out how to play werewolf. 
It's going to be easier to get a group to play werewolf than getting a group to go camping and play werewolf. You'd be surprised if you just say, hey, let's go camping. You First off, you'd be surprised how many people are actually like, yeah, I haven't gone in a while. I'd really like to. You're just the exception to the rule. And two, you can always wait till you get there to be like, hey, guys, I have this cool My game. My point is it's going to be easier to get someone for werewolf than it is for camping. I think it's going to be easier to get nine people together to play a board game versus getting nine people to go away for a day or two to go camping. One's an evening, one's days. Not if you just do an overnight. I guarantee it's easier to get werewolf than camping. Okay. So you're saying in this day and age, be like, hey guys, we're just going to, you know, have a nice fire, spend the night, whatever, go home, compared to, hey guys, let's play a board game. Yes, I still think it's going to be easier <laughs> to get people over for a couple hours one evening than to bring people on a camping trip. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Especially people with kids. Well, then you don't invite people with kids, okay? Everyone has kids. <laughs> I don't. Everyone. God, everyone has kids. So many kids. No, I don't. I don't have kids. You don't have kids. You have but puppies. all my siblings have kids. All my wife's siblings have kids. It's hard to find people without kids. They exist, yes. It's hard to find. The elite group. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, but I have the kids. Or, oh, what do I do with them? Or all this and all that. So we haven't had a board game here in so long because the last board game we had, board game evening, was that we, it's generally other people's houses mm -hmm. because they have children. That's why I would love to get a small group of people that really love board games that would come over once a week, one evening, hey, let's hang out for a couple hours and play board games. I think that'd be awesome. There's so many factors wrong with that that you can't even... <laughs> <laughs> Can any group of people do anything ever? It's hard. Oh, and then there's the location. We know that firsthand. Yeah. But that's what I would like. As an individual... Yeah. Why do people have to have kids? Stop repopulating. You know, there's plenty of people on the earth. There's more than enough. We don't really need to create more. <laughs> there's so between like eight, nine billion people. I don't think we need more people. Puppies. Puppies need home, okay? But for some reason, everyone's convinced they have that yearning. They need to have a child. One, stop having kids. Go adopt them instead. There's plenty of kids out there who need houses and homes and families that already exist on this planet. Them. The same goes with puppies. Adopt puppies instead of having kids too. Well, the thing with puppies is the reason there's too many puppies is because there are too many breeders making puppies. That's why we just need to be the shit out of all the breeders. Can I mean, at this point, if every dog breeder just quit doing breeds, then we just deal with adoption for a while and actually solve all of issues. It's like extremely depressing. Like, 
Uh, that is, that was why, like, my, what was it, yesterday? Yesterday was just, yesterday was tough. And it's because we found this kitten outside of work. And this happens every year. But most of the time, you can tell when a kitten is feral and when you, you can tell when it's, you know, housebound or came from somebody's house. Because said kitten will either run from you terrified, claw the crap out of you, or will actually be like, oh, human? Good. Human pet. Yay! And that was this kitten. Yes. It really, really loved the attention. Yes. This kitten, literally, we, it was meowing, like, terrifying. Like, it was almost screeching. And so we looked outside, and we stepped outside, and it literally ran up to us. Yes, when we reached down to kind of pet it, it kind of tried to wander off in a different direction, so I actually had to go pick it up. But it did not flat out run and try to hide from us. It loved the attention. It oh, wanted yeah. the attention. and It would cry and cry and cry until you started petting its chin. And then it would just calmly just be all quiet. Very cute looking. Yes. Adorable little thing. Well, they are spawns of Satan, but they were still adorable. <laughs> so, that being said, that means that some asshat decided, oh, you know... Maybe kittens weren't a good idea, or maybe their cat had a litter of kittens and they were able to get rid of all of them but one. Yes, and instead of, for some reason, taking it to the Humane Society... Oh, there's a reason. People are cheap asses. Do you have to pay to put Yes, you ha- it's called a rehoming fee. A rehoming fee. In order to drop an animal off at a shelter, you actually have to pay them to rehome it for you. How much? I don't know, but either way, like... Well, I'm just saying, you know, in general... It's a little kitten, but just... <laughs> I, I agree, but that is the extreme reason why. Yes. I didn't know there was a fee. Yes, there is a fee because it's, um, they, of course, have to supply it food and all this oh, stuff. I'm until very, yeah, very like... aware, but it doesn't change the fact of either it goes homeless or it goes outside to where it does whatever or dies, yeah. or someone takes it who tries to do something with it. Yes. And charging a fee is automatically making people double. Originally, it was if you are surrendering an animal, you had to pay. It was called the rehoming fee. Um, and I, I thought that if you found the animal, you they would just take like they would just take it. But when um, I talked to one of the our managers uh, yesterday, trying to figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. They said that it's now charged whether you find it or not. So I don't know if that's correct. What did we end up? What did you do? It um, animal control, which gets taken to the humane society anyways. But they deal with it yes. at that point. Um, which uh, I mean that if that's what you have to do. Um, apparently though, uh, it's like because our store happens to be directly next to a pet store people automatically assume if they just dump their animals off someone is going to take it from the pet store they're all it'll be fine because someone will see it and bring it to the pet store but if you take an animal into the pet store they can't take it because it's not updated on its shots it's pro it may have fleas 
they can't risk putting the animals that are already in there in danger. So they can't take it. Um, and it's like, it's just, it's sad. Because uh, last year when this happened, and we were like, we called animal control to come pick up the kitten. Uh, the guy that picked him up said, yeah, we just got done picking up two dogs, you know, like down the street that someone just dumped. Hmm. And it's like, these are animals that people are either once again, either it's a litter that they couldn't find this, this last one they couldn't find a home for, so they just dumped it or they're animals. And we're going to see it a lot after Christmas. They're animals that people have bought for their children as Christmas presents and realized, oh, my kids aren't going to take care of them. I don't have time for it. I'm going to just dump it off. And it's sad because these animals are getting hit by cars. They're getting just like they're getting diseases. They're fighting each other. They're kind of like scaring people. Oh, there's a random dog running through my yard. Like. It's just sad to see what they go through all because... People make bad decisions and don't want to own up before they did. Yes. Oh, that's not the human race. Right <laughs> there. Isn't that just everything? Yeah. It's like... It's one of the things that it's difficult for me to deal with. Because animals cannot speak for themselves. Animal As... I wouldn't say ruling as ruling the planet, but as the main caretakers of this planet, it is our job to protect and help not only the environment, but the things that also survive in this world with us. And the fact that we are just totally just swiping them off to the sides for our own, you know, happiness and joy well, and greed and shit. In the end, if... This is very much the day the Earth stood still. The movie. Yeah. Very much the case here. We are the prominent force on Earth, period. We are what making the most changes to the Earth. We are taking over the Earth. We are overpopulating the Earth. We are killing off who knows how many different breeds and different species yeah. and everything yeah. else. We are taking away any forest where things could live. We are destroying the Earth. We are polluting the Earth. We are... And as people, as governments, as anything, if we don't start at this point, if we don't make some extremely drastic changes, we're going to put the earth in a situation to which it cannot come back. Or, let me rephrase that, the way it's going to come back is going to be doing something that's going to kill all of us. <laughs> the day after tomorrow. Uh, which again is at the end of the Earth is still. Yeah. That was the whole purpose. He was coming to Earth, to Earth to save the Earth. Yes. Which meant killing all the humans. <laughs> like, I am here to preserve life for everything except humans. Yeah. And those are going to have to go away. And then we'll put the, the animals back and everything's going to be good and solid and pretty and perfect. And Earth is going to be great. It's just, it, it's sad. Because it's like, we 
It's why I hate hearing things about animal, like, animal cruelty, and as much as kids terrify me, like, child cruelty, because it's like, these are beings that cannot speak up for themselves. They cannot stand up for themselves. Well, you can get your ass handed to you by an animal, but (laughs) that animal ends up getting put down anyways. Um, So it's like... The fact that we are willing to do these things out of laziness, out of greed, out of our own amusement for some sick bastards. It's like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) I just, it's, it's one of those times where it's like, if I was ever in a situation where I was behind our store and someone drove by and just chucked an animal out. (sighs) Well, it comes down to... Some people are willing to throw babies away. Yes. It's not very surprising that people are willing to just throw animals away that people consider a lot less worthy than people. I don't get it. Like, I just, I really, like, what in life is so important to you? Like, how, how do you see the levels of worthiness when it comes to that? Like... Okay, if animals aren't worth anything to you, if babies aren't worth anything to you, is it is it just you? Like, <laughs> like in the end, for most people, that is the case. Now, most people do con- p- p- consider yeah. human life, period, yeah. no matter what. There are certain people that apparently do not. Uh, but for the most part, but for, I guarantee, most all people, animals, again, they're not human, therefore they are lesser than, which means they are not important, which means it comes to the dog fighting and other things and they are just less than I mean if us as a human race can treat other people less than yeah then it's no surprise surprise that I know it's it's not surprising it's just agitating beyond all measure yeah I just I don't understand the human mind at all it's a complex thing and everyone is different period everyone is lazy to a degree and that's the I mean that's the reason for how bad things are now between the human people it's in your own life it's it's easier to it's hard enough living getting through day by day doing whatever job you're trying to get through to live yourself to try to worry about taking care of everything else. But that's the thing, though, is that if life is to that stressful point where it's like, you know, you're taking, you're you're hardly able to take care of yourself, then know when to fucking stop. Know when it's a bad idea to be like, oh, I'm going to get a dog. Or, oh, it's time for us to have a baby. Well, well, I agree. My, my purpose behind, behind yes. what I just said was more into the environment and the yes. earth as a whole yeah. to say I'm going to take the extra step to try to help the planet Yeah. when you can barely get by on your own. Unfortunately, in, certain, in these situations, it's going to be more up to the our government yeah. to implement things to make it where it's possible to do things. Because to me... Recycling, nowhere near as easy as it should be. 
No, not at all. It pisses me off because cans, yes, cans are easy to recycle because people get money for them. Mm-hmm. Bottles, I literally have to go to a different but county to drop off bottles recycling and I think I have to pay. should be to the point of, hey, every house in America has whatever, a trash can has six, seven different little spots. Yeah. Hey, you separate everything. This house comes out to the area. We will take it. As if, and if you don't put things in, you get fined for not doing it. Yes. And that should be every place, everything, period, and everything should get recycled and redone and done properly so we're not having these giant landfills and waste and everything. On top of that, there's the fact of trying to preserve animals in the forest and these giant corporations have all this pollution. and There's just government regulations that should make things easier and restrict and make it where... We're not completely destroying the earth. Yes. I mean, there has already been, like, tests and studies about, you know, alternative resources. But just because they take an extra step to get to, we just keep going with the resources we have, which are going to end. It is not limitless. And it's like... There are easier... Not easier. There are better means, but without government intervention to... Unfortunately, it's sad to say we have to have the government to get involved to fix things. But that is why... That's one of the only purposes we should have government is to help steer and make things for the better. Not the worst. They don't need to control and do everything. But at certain purposes, we're killing and destroying the earth. And that's the thing, is that... Human beings have this weird thing with, I don't know, being controlled or leadership, I guess. They're sheep. It's like, if you say, hey, we need to save the environment, like, it's a good thing, you know, recycle this stuff. They're like, yeah, recycle. And then it's like, two days later, they're done. Now, if like, if someone comes around and says, you're doing this or you're paying money for it, yeah, they're going to be like, okay, I should do this. Yes. So it's like, if it is a widespread thing, more thing people is, are likely most, to do it. If not all people can agree that yes, probably should happen this way. But without the government getting involved, the thing is, if it was 10 times easier, it would already happen naturally by itself. The thing is, it's not easy. And because it's not easy, it's not going to happen. So if the government forced things to happen, then, or made it where it was, you had no choice, but yeah. made it also super easy, so the no choice would be easy, then it would be fine. Forcing the, whatever, yeah. whoever owns the trash companies and everything, to go to this new system and do these right things, we could start trying to fix things. This is the crazy thing, though, is that there are other countries with better systems in place. Things that are already working. Why are we not looking at them and going, hey, we can do this here if people would just, you know, if if the government would just be like, oh, hey, that's a good idea. We should try that. No. There's lots of things that we could start (laughs) to do to fix things. To, again, the trash is just a small thing. Between that and then you go to, like, power. And according, I mean, I don't see how it would be impossible to switch over to some alternative power source. Now, some of them produce as much, some are a little harder. 
blah, 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 yeah. blah. But also, solar is viable. If you said every house in America had to have solar, that into itself would almost, if not completely, fix things. And then have like, oh, there's a power company that's completely based off of like the wind or water yeah. or something else that if there's super cloudy day or the sun's not out or whatever, there's still other means of power. Yeah. But if every house in America had solar panels that automatically, hey, that's just what you had, period. That's where 99% of all your electricity is going to come from. That in itself would almost completely solve the power issue. If all the buildings, all the houses... Now, I'm sure there's other alternatives other than solar, but that's the yeah. one that comes to mind immediately that is viable. Well, not only that, it's like how solar works is that it's like pretty much you have it going, and then if you do have a cloudy day, it has already charged, mm-hmm. and then you have that you know residual power that you use, and hopefully it's not cloudy for... And the goal would around. be, if that was that, then anything extra would go back go back to the lines and go back to the power company it would have a massive storage or a massive area that just in case things happen there was a fix and it's like so the main problems of course is you know power i feel like power our waste management uh and of course education because yeah well education is important which type of... You're just talking about, like... I'm talking about our education system for the younger mass. I'm not talking about college or anything. No, no, like I mean, when you say education, do you mean as a whole period? Because as a whole period, that's not what... That's, that's not necessarily going to fix the earth. That's just saying, as the people, maybe we should be smarter. No. <laughs> Educating people on the right thing to do is different. Yeah. I, well, I'm, what I'm saying is that if stuff like this is implemented into our ed- education education system... Maybe we would have people who are growing up who actually care more, mm. who are, or they're learning at a young age what these new systems do, and that can be carried forward instead of it's kind of like how older generations are sometimes so set in their ways that yes, you can teach them to new th- do new things, but it's not going to catch. But if it's actually implemented into the system, at a younger age, then it would just be natural. Hmm. Like, well, if we did this now, then people going to school now, people growing up with this being the new thing, it would automatically just it would just be part of life. Yeah. It wouldn't be a big deal. But then, yes, as far as actual like uh, humanity and caring for our younger generations, yes, the education system needs to be fixed too. But that's not, that's a that's, whole other ball yeah. of wax. <laughs> right now, we're just trying to yes. talk about. Fixing Certain ways to fix yeah. the environment to a degree that we're not completely destroying the planet. Yes. And whether you believe in um, um, climate change or not, and according to how much you think is actually involved by humans or not, doing the things that would fix what we claim anyone claims climate change is, is no matter what good for the planet and good for us as people, whether climate change is real or not. Yes. There are still good things that we should be doing. <laughs> and therefore, if climate change is real, then it would fix. And if it's not real, it's just making us better. So it doesn't matter if we do it or not. Everybody wins. Just exactly. Stop. It's a win-win. But the government also has to go to a point of making it easy. Because if you can't make it easy, people aren't going to do it. 
And I also don't want a government that's going to, say, force everyone to give no choice. Yeah. The trash thing could be if it was stupid simple, and at that point, just, hey, you are fined every time you don't. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, I can... It's already easy. I'm going to go... I, I can do that. I'm not yeah. going to pay the trash here once, like once a week. I'm not going to pay the extra what's it, 10, 15, 20 bucks every time. So they'll take this other random trash. I need to actually yeah. do the right thing. It's already simple. Let me just buy the simple trash can. I'll separate it. It's not <laughs> a big deal. Take the extra 30 seconds to put the trash in the right thing. I... I think the other problem that's occurring is, and I mean, I, I know I do it too, is the entire point of, oh, well, I'm only one person. If I'm only doing this by myself, it's not going to matter. Because that's the mindset that is, is, is occurring in every household, almost everywhere. Yes. But again, in my opinion, that's just where it has to go. It has to become super stupid simple to that point. Yes, but sitting here waiting for the government to change is not well. Again, fucking... but in the end, one person like, hey, what am I going to take an extra 10, 15, 20 hours a week trying to figure out how to recycle everything and spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to put solar panels where some places it's illegal to get ex uh, solar panels and do that? Am I going to go through all of that, or should the government just people make it easy? Because in the end, it is the government to try to better things, not make things more difficult. But in the end, that's not what they're trying to do. They're just trying to make themselves more money. I was about to say, when, when in know. the past, how long have you seen... But that is what the government is supposed to be. Supposed, it's supposed to just serve supposed the people and make things better, not worse. Supposed to be. And as a planet, it's something we're going to have to do. Unfortunately, I think extremely soon... Or make an extremely drastic change at some point. Otherwise, aliens just, are going to come down and they're going to wipe us out. Uh, I think the planet itself is going to take its <laughs> revenge on us. It's happening. We're going to make the place uninhabitable. It's just going to be a giant snowstorm. Hmm. You won't survive. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's. I've had my training. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's going to be more like um, Interstellar. Interstellar, I kind of feel like that may have been kind of what the movie was about. <laughs> it was the point where Earth had decided, screw you. I'm done. I'm not growing things. I'm not doing anything. It was producing, it was killing all the crops, and it was making it where we could not survive here anymore. That we had gone so far, there was no fixing the Earth. That our only option period to survive as a human species was to escape Earth. Only the rich people are going to be escaping. It's kind of sad that I feel like Interstellar is more of a better chance of that happening than, than us actually doing the right thing. Positive lesson of the day. Yeah, positive lesson. Of, we went from like, ha, ah, destiny, fate, be yourself, and now we're like, all the humans are down. <laughs> we're all going to die. Uh-oh. So, ending on such a bleak note. Yeah, I mean, we, this is kind of the end of the show. <laughs> it's been a long one again. We kind of went on a rant about human beings and how much they suck. 
Yeah. But there are some really great, amazing with, human beings out there. There are. There are. Uh, we started off with movies. We had a really slow period in the middle about board games and werewolf. <laughs> and then we ended on the earth dying. Yeah. So, yay! We rounded that out. It went great. Yeah. Well, yeah, we ended on a movie, so we went movies and then right back to movies. Yeah. I feel like the end of our shows tend to be better than the beginning and middle. <laughs> we end on such an interesting topic. <laughs> Like, it takes us time. We eventually get there. Well, it's like the dot to dots. Our next podcast, How to Save the Planet. Well, we did have a positivity one. This one was the ranting, raving, the earth needs our help because human beings suck. And then maybe we'll have to be like, next time you'll learn ways you can help. That'd be interesting. I do a lot of research before that one. We can do. I just heard about the government getting involved and penalizing people who've tried to actually do like solar and different things like that. Because I think someone tried to go completely, they went off the grid and just yeah. had their own power, their own everything, and they got fined and sued by like the power company and the government because they weren't connected to anything. Yeah. I'm like, what the? That's well, just, no one was making that's money off them. Pure greed, and unfortunately, that greed is killing the earth. Makes me cry. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, I'm done just, with people. And I can't even go off the grid because apparently I'll get fined and sued. Yeah, I don't know if it's here, but <laughs> it's somewhere. I don't know what's allowed here and everything else, but yay! Yay! As always, reach me at Stars and Traveled. Reach Amanda at Casey Bump. You can reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram podcast services and youtube where we hope you're watching this we tend to get more views on youtube than we do on podcast services that i can see so hope you enjoyed <laughs> leave a like subscribe to the channel throw some comments in there out at the yeah. bottom i'd love to hear how y'all think we could save the earth and what what are some good steps to take or if you know you think we're just crackheads and yeah. you think the Earth's fine, or that the world's going great as is. Fight us on it, because we have some words. <laughs> words, we'll figure it out. So. No, yeah. but really, like if it, what your views on climate change? If you want to get into how human beings are protecting the Earth, or what, why animals deserve? I'll fight somebody on that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, leave some comments down below. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll see where that goes. Who knows? We never know until we're there. And that's literally what this show is. <laughs> we never know until we get there. I had no idea we were going to talk about animal <laughs> rights and climate change and saving the planet in this episode. We just somehow <laughs> ended there. Till next time. Till next time. <laughs> oh, long days. <laughs>